Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. COVID, of course, is on everybody's mind because of what's going on, not just with the numbers, uh, but back to school. Just about everybody now, I know there was some staggering return to schools, but uh, just about everybody in London, Hamilton, Burlington, and and, in our CHML and and CFPL listing areas are back in the classroom right now. Uh, And the concern here among a number of teachers that we've been talking about even long before the school year started uh, was what was going to be happening in that school environment. Uh, one of the main concerns we're hearing right now is how many students, and both at the elementary and secondary level, are showing up uh, not wearing masks in the classroom, and that's got a number of teachers concerned. Uh, joining us to talk about this is Daryl Jerome. Daryl, of course, is with the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, a representative for this area. Uh, Daryl, thanks for jumping in. Really appreciate the time today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Bill. Let's talk a little bit about this. I mean, as, as, as Dr. Williams just told us, uh, those are the things we need to do, get back to basics. And one of those, of course, is wearing masks. Uh, it, it, from what I'm hearing, there's an alarming number of students that are either being exempted or just not bothering. How, how do you react to something like that? How do teachers respond? Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're calling us or they're messaging us saying that they're, they're obviously very concerned about the fact that there are students who, uh, who have, have been exempted from, exempted, sorry, from mask wearing, uh, without any sort of documentation. Um, so they're, you know, students are walking around without masks. They're not sure if it's, you know, for legitimate reasons, medical, you know, developmental, um, anxiety, any of those reasons or, or not, if they're just flagrantly, um, defying that. I'm hearing from teachers that, you know, are walking the halls. Uh, supervising uh, um, study halls, and, and as soon as they leave, students are taking off their masks, wandering around without them, and, and engaging in conversation. I mean, we're putting people in a precarious situation to begin with, and, you know, you and I have talked in the past about some of the concerns that the teachers have had about social distancing in the classroom, class sizes, which right. is tied, of course, very much into social distancing in situations like this. But the concern here, we heard the, the plan the government was rolling out uh, with Minister Lecce and, of course, with the Premier, uh, was that it could be exemptions. But they were not very clear as to exactly what you had to do to qualify. I mean, if you just ask for an exemption, do you get one? Yes. The, the form that the, the board sent out um, was, I think, a bit confusing. So the numbers, I don't have numbers. I've asked the board to give me some numbers on exemptions. I don't need, obviously, student names, and nor do I want them, but I'd like an idea of how many uh, students are walking around without masks. The form itself basically is a checkbox of I exempt my, my son or daughter or, or I don't, um, and, and nothing needs to be provided, and they're citing human rights grounds and, and, and ministry uh, documentation, which, you know, is a fair point. The, the issue here is that, um, you know, we've got students who are anxious and wearing masks, and they see students who are, aren't wearing them, and they don't want to bring anything home to their parents or their grandparents, et cetera, um, so that's that's anxiety. Of course, my members are, you know, you know, in front of students that aren't wearing them, and they're concerned themselves. And I think part of it too, a big part, Bill, is is that um, there is no, we have no uh, virtual school for the secondary panel. Um, elementary does, but secondary doesn't. I saw you with Peter Silvern on yesterday, and you were yeah. remarking on that. Um, but he, you know, there was no mention of the fact secondary in, in Hamilton, which is the biggest board in the province that doesn't have a secondary virtual school, to my knowledge. So uh, you, I, the, the language here may, may be a strong, but I mean, your teachers are on the firing line right now, and they're they're being exposed to a, a potential, uh, you know, positive case. We just don't know what this t- situation. Uh, yeah. The concern I've got, and I think you and I talked about this the last time you were on the program, is is I get this about okay, personal rights and freedoms, uh, yada yada yada, and I'm a su- huge supporter of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. I get that. 
But in this country, and I don't want to get too deep into the weeds and the law here, uh, the greater good to the community overrides uh, individual rights. Uh, you know, you've got the individual right to drive 140 miles an hour down uh, King Street in <laughs> Hamilton if you want, but yeah. it's it's against the greater good of the community, and you will be charged. Uh, yeah. I, I can't understand why why boards of education, and for that matter, the ministry, aren't uh, acknowledging that and saying that's that should be one of the parameters. No, I I, w- I would agree with you, and I and I just saw a tweet from Christine Elliott saying that the cases are 315 right now. So we're really concerned about those numbers going up. You know, the sick kids study saying, you know, it, it's impossible to physically distance when you have 12 to 15 students in a classroom. Now, thankfully, we don't have those, to my knowledge, those issues in our board. It's an elementary one, and I have enough stories about that, but I won't speak to that. It's not my area. Um, but yeah, there there is there is a big concern uh, uh, about. Uh, not enough of these precautions being in place. And when you have people flagrantly not wearing masks, and some, again, for medical reasons and so on, fair, but there's nothing that stops someone who's, you know, perhaps a COVID denier or an anti-masker saying, well, I just, my kids are just not going to wear it. Well, and there is the concern, and, and I know, you know the idea about getting documentation or a note from the doctor uh, can be tedious uh, because, uh, you know, doctors are a little willy about uh, having people actually come into their offices. And, and last time I checked, I think that's actually a charge, a minimal charge for writing uh, notes uh, about situations like this from doctors, and some people may not want to pay that. But uh, the other end of this thing is, is look, at, you know, you have to wonder about the greater good. And I, I get you. I, I know families that, that have children that, that have medical concerns. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, some have, you know, dealing with asthmatic problems or other respiratory problems or uh, even some special needs kids, of course, that uh, that would not feel comfortable. As a matter of fact, just the opposite, feel very uncomfortable wearing masks. So that's fine, but that's not being explained. In other words, people that don't want to do it are not doing it, and we don't know what the rationale is. Well, exactly. And, you know, and you mentioned about the doctor's notes, and I know the board isn't requiring it for, for various reasons, but I know one is to not overload the, the medical system, and they've said that because doctors are busy with other things. They don't want to, have to be having to write these uh, exemption notes for medical reasons. I mean, that would be ideal, but again, we don't want to put the pressure on the medical system. The other point, what I said before, is a virtual school, there might there are ways that, you know, uh, students you know may be you know, they may be more comfortable in a virtual school environment, but because the board's not really offering that, they're they're going to school anyway, um, and and that could have you know decreased the, the need um, that we're seeing here for exemptions. But I mean, I'm I'm just um, being theoretical here since we don't have it. Well, the the concern here in the long term, and, and you you see this in the, in the classroom, I guess yourself, uh, is if two or three students start doing this, and the others say, "Hey, why the hell should I do it then?" And, yes. and it, all of a sudden, you've got everybody saying, "This is we're not doing this anymore." I yeah, what that. are you going to do about it? Yeah, I actually I absolutely brought those points up to the board and said, "What happens when you get a kid that just rips their mask off and says, I don't I don't want to wear a mask anymore?'" You know, the board responds, "Well, that's pretty extreme." I said, "Well, you haven't taught the classes I have because that that is absolutely you're dealing with teenagers and they." We're early days, right? People haven't, maybe they haven't reached that mask fatigue right now, but they will. I've got a story from one of my members this morning saying he can't believe the number of kids hanging out before school on school grounds, not wearing a mask, not distancing. They're just hanging out closely because they're teenagers and they're, they don't see the issue, I guess, with it. And so my members see it and think, well, they're bringing this in. They're, yeah, they put a mask on when they get inside, but the damage is done. They're, they're, they're up close to each other talking on school grounds, so. Well, we'll uh, continue to track this and keep us up to speed, Willie Darrell, as to what is happening with this and how the board may respond. And, and of course, if there's going to be an increase in these numbers as well, uh, yeah. this is to be continued, certainly. Uh, absolutely. Well, happy to be on again if you'd like, if you'd have me. Thanks. Y- you betcha. Thanks again, Darrell. Talk soon.
Take care. Bye-bye. Daryl Jerome, uh, the district representative for the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, uh, concerned about masks or the lack of masks, I guess, in many of the classrooms. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.